This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Sable Pooch on Pet Life Radio. I am Beverly Isla, your host. Thank you for tuning in. Today's show, we will be talking about the benefits of CBD oil and how it can help rescue dogs recover from their pain and anxiety from living horrific conditions, especially abroad. And so our guest today is Odessa. She's founder of Odessa's Essential Health for Pets who's gone to China to do extraordinary rescue missions and has seen results with CBD oil. So when we get back from these messages, Odessa will be joining us. When Helen Brown ran away to New York City five years ago, she had no idea that a homeless cat with a punk rock haircut and enough catitude to light up the Empire State Building would be the one to teach her the true meaning of love and a forever home. In the tradition of her internationally best-selling memoir, Cleo, Helen Brown's Bono, the amazing story of a rescue cat who inspired a community, is a heartwarming true story about a woman without an anchor a homeless cat without much hope, and finding a forever home in the city that never sleeps. Modern Cat Magazine calls Bono an uplifting tale about how everyone deserves love and a second chance. Bono by Helen Brown is on sale now everywhere. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We are talking with Odessa and her experience in rescue dogs in China and how she's helped them recover. So thanks for coming on and talking about your experience. I know you're an animal advocate and have recently gotten back from China. So I really admire your efforts and going into the so-called trenches. But before we get into that, I'd love to talk about CBD oil and clarify sure. its benefits because I know it's getting more awareness out there but some may still find it questionable. So what is your story in getting into the market of CBD? Okay, that, yeah, that's really interesting. So I'm a retired athlete myself. Well, I'm still an athlete. Yeah, yeah, I saw you're a race driver. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. A bike racer. Yeah, but so I think that like, well, I started using CBD for myself for recovery, for my joints, and then for a sleep aid. I used it as a sleep aid, and then mm. when the... Floyd Landis came to me about the doing um, a CBD tincture for animals. I was really enthusiastic about it because, you know, helping animals is my reason for living. It's it's everything. It's my whole thing. And so if yeah. there's any way I can make their life better in any capacity, that's what I'm here to do, you know. And the CBD oil is so effective. And, you know, I, I make this analogy all the time to people. I compare it to melatonin, not in its effects or its purpose, but but it's just a healthy supplement from a plant, you know? Yes. I try to explain to people that it's, you know, it's not hot. It's not going to get you high. It's just, it's a supplement that's very good for you. That's going to help right. you. And so I try to make that analogy just to change people, to frame it differently in people's minds, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. And I guess there's like two components to the plant, right? There's CBD and THC. Exactly. And CBD is not the one with the psychedelic effects. Exactly. 
That's correct. Yes, it, it doesn't do anything of the sort. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because the first the first critter I tried it on was my pig, Irby, Miss Pigglesworth, who I love dearly. He's a rescue. All of my animals are rescued. But he has uh, arthritis in his legs. And in the mornings, mm-hmm. like when he gets up, it's really hard for him and he's stiff. And I tried it on him initially and it's changed his life. It's crazy. It's so effective. Mm-hmm. How long did yeah, it take until so you saw the results? The next day. I gave it to him at bedtime, like with his huh. bedtime snack. I always give him like bread with peanut butter. And the next morning he woke up and he was like a different, he was like a, like, he was like six years younger. He was running around and digging more holes, which, so that's not the best, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the holes he digs. I don't care. I love him. But he, <laughs> he was like so young and active and I, it was really impressive. And so then, it, you know, I tried it on all of my dogs. I have 10 dogs, all of whom are senior. And so they've all got ailments of every sort. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I just think it's great. I mean, it, it, it affects everybody differently, right? Because we're all different. All animals are individuals. We're all individuals. For sure. Like, but how yeah, did I you think- know, like, because um, you started taking it for yourself, I guess humans versus animals. Was there any difference or how did you come to, to realize, you know what, this could actually be taken into the animal world? Yeah, well, I mean, so long as it's not dangerous, you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. some things that we all know, like, you know, chocolate and stuff like that, that animals can't for have. Sure. But for the most part, you know, we have we have more similarities than we do differences, I think, in terms That's of biology. True. And so, yeah. Well, I just knew that it was helping me. Like I have knee problems, you know, mm-hmm. um, just from years of doing sports. And it just really helps me with the influence. It's changed my life, really. The Floyds of Leadville, I started taking them at night and it helped me sleep. And then I feel like my knees are markedly better. Now, yeah. when you're dosing on it, do you, either for yourself or your, for your animals, do they have to be on it forever or do they wean off of it? Well, I guess it depends on the severity of their condition. You know, like if if it's like a chronic condition, then I, I mean, my guys are kind of on it. They're just on uh, it. I just, it's okay. part of our regimen. It's part of our daily regimen. I just put a gotcha. drop or however many. My dogs vary in weight from three pounds to like. 18 pounds so okay it just yeah the dosage varies I mean my three pound dog I give her one drop <laughs> oh. <So little. laughs> that's cute no, so no. Odessa like what you have so many animals let's get into what is your story and mm-hmm. helping animals in need like what when did you start I know you started pretty young yeah I just have loved animals since my earliest memories they've been my obsession you know and uh mm. During my travels in life, you know, I spent 10 years in Spain with my ex-husband and when he was off racing, I would rescue stray cats and dogs because at the time there were a lot of them in Spain or may still be, but I would, you know, either ship them home to California or to uh, this wonderful rescue in Belgium. I worked with a lot of people in Europe rescuing animals and then it's just been truly like the most important thing to me in my life. And so it's all I want to do. It's all I want to do. There's nothing else really. I Good just, for you. I think <laughs> I'm blessed. Thank you. I'm blessed to have such a passion for something. And so I think it would be a shame to waste that, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you're so brave to be going down to um, to China because I know that that's probably one of the mm-hmm. places that are just, you know, it's unbearable to watch. How did you start your rescue missions there? Yeah. Well, when I learned about the horrors of the dog meat industry, you know, they they in Asia, they kill about 40 million dogs a year oh that's like mind-blowing to me and and many of them are tortured first 
Like it's yeah. one thing to kill an animal for its meat, but to torture them is just uh it's next level for yes. horror. And so when I learned about that, I saw some images online on you know Instagram and Facebook and uh, I couldn't sleep. It literally kept me up at night and I was like, I have to do something. I have to do something. And so I decided to start fundraising and to help, to help bring dogs back. And uh, I'm doing this filming project where I want to go show people the extraordinary efforts of other people to save animals. And so we've done two trips to China so far and one trip to Mexico to film extraordinary rescues and what they're doing. And on all three trips, we flew dogs back with us. Like there's a need for flight volunteers because the people that are rescuing the animals in Asia, they need to get them out of there, you know, because it's just not safe. It's not safe. I mean, you can have a pet dog there and they can come and just take the dog. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. But how do you, wow, that's such a, big feat you're kind of taking mm. on because how do you fly back are you bringing them back to the u.s yes yeah yeah it's actually it's really easy they just need to be vetted they just need all of their shots like their rabies shots and and then you get them you know you book them on the flight you have to pay of course to get them on the plane and then you know there's all these rules and regulations with the carriers they're in mm-hmm. it's not yeah. like an easy thing it's not an easy thing it's very it's like arduous but it's so worth it because I mean, for me, the only way I can be less tortured, I don't know another I know. way to put it. I'm pretty tortured. Over it. You know what I mean? But the way, the only way for me to be less tortured is to do something. And so, you know, when I, like the last trip, we flew back with a bunch of dogs and I actually saved some dogs while I was there on the streets from a meat guy who was going to kill them. Oh you know, my God. It's so rewarding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. And I'm going back in June to get those ones, the ones we saved. So it's helpful for me to focus on the ones we saved because- like yes, 40 million. Yeah. How am I going to save that? You know what I mean? What are, it just makes you kind of feel hopeless and helpless. But to do something, anything. I mean, if what if what if every dog lover in the world did something? We could save all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. You know? it's I very just picture simple. you. Yeah, I just picture you charting like several planes and coming back with all of them. <laughs> oh, trust me, I would. I would if I had Richard Branson's phone number because I know he loves oh. dogs and Virgin yes. does a lot for dog rescue. But then you charter the planes and you fill them with dogs and you fly them back, and then it's some, then you have to have rescues lined up all over the country to come get yeah. them. And I mean, it's exactly. a, it's, a, it's a possibility. I think it's something that could happen. But what really truly has to happen? I've heard this saying once that you can't rescue yourself out of a problem. And it's kind of true. Like we have to stop the dog meat trade. It has to stop happening. Yeah. That's the only way, you know, but it's, this is a quasi communist country, China, for example, you know, and all of it, there's all kinds of politics that we just don't even understand. Oh, oh man. So I know Do you get know, like uh, yeah. resistance from the, um, I don't know what the meat market, the owners, like do, do they give you problems trying to get these dogs out? A little bit. Yes and no, but for them, you know, it's all about money. It's it's an uh, opportunity because if they can tell you're a rescue, they charge five times as much for the dog. Oh my and like, goodness! It's, yeah, it's not good to buy them. That's people typically that I've met. You know, Animal Hope and Wellness and Slaughterhouse Survivors. Those are the two rescues I've worked with. They don't buy the dogs from these guys because they don't want to support them. There's loopholes and ways to get the dog. Oh, okay. The on the way to the slaughterhouse. That's typically what they do. But me, when I went over the last time, I had my camera guy with me and I was like, let's go film the meat market because we just have to. I mean, yes. I don't want to film torture or anything like that. Oh, right? I oh, just yeah. want to film, yeah, enough to let people know, like, this is real. This actually happened. And we went there and there were five dogs tied to poles. And oh, my. Just five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Waiting, waiting to be hung up by their back paws and 
bludgeoned to death, I guess. I don't know how that, but so anyway, we were able to get three of the dogs. He said a restaurant had already purchased two of them. And so, yeah, but we got three, you know, and, uh, not proud of the fact that I bought them, but when you're standing there right and there's like a golden retriever wagging her tail at you and two husky puppies, it's so hard. It's so hard to not help. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) That's just, it just blows my mind how you're right there. So yeah, it's how? scary because like, well, the first trip I took to China, I did see some bad stuff, you know, and we did, we actually took a dog from the meat market because the attendant guy wasn't there that we might have <laughs> stolen the dog. <laughs> you know what? All we good for you because, <laughs> and so how do you, I just want to tie up with the CBD oil mm-hmm. and your rescue dogs and you decided to put it together, which is awesome. What changes have you seen with these dogs that have gone through so much yeah well so you know they're all individuals like we are and so it's different for all of like some of them aren't super traumatized some of them are but the cbd oil really like i think it helps with the transition into the the kind world the kind new life where you know they're, they're not constantly in fight or flight mode and right, the cbd right. oil i think probably takes the edge off i mean i've fostered a lot of the dogs from china here at my home and, uh, you know, and some of them are big dogs and I have a lot of little dogs, chickens and cats. And stuff. Mm. So the CBD oil, yes, in my experience with those guys, calmed them down a lot. Many of them have never seen grass. You know, they've never been free to run around in the field and I have three acres. And so, like, of course, I let them tear around and yes, run and play yeah. and blow it out all day, every day, as long as they want. But when it's time to come in and be calm around my dogs, <laughs> you know, in the evening, the, yeah, that's when I... Yeah typically give them some cbd with their dinner and it just helps okay i can't oh that's good yeah explain it but it's amazing yeah i just have so many questions going around my head now when you bring back the dogs from china and you work with a couple you're a base in california right so you work with a couple rescues that can help you take these dogs in correct so uh jelly's place in san pablo i think it is it's like the east bay around san francisco okay they're a wonderful rescue. They take most of the dogs and then Compassion oh. Without Borders. Yeah, Compassion Without Borders here in Santa Rosa took a whole batch of dogs from China last year. So, you know, it's really mm-hmm. courageous for these rescues to take these dogs on because they don't really know what they're getting. You can see pictures and you could hear, oh, yeah, the dog's great. The dog's fine. But then when the dog makes a huge trip and comes to, you know, the United States, it's, you just don't know necessarily how it's going to play out. So it's very right. brave and noble. Oh, God, yeah. Shout out to those rescues. (laughs) Jeez. And yourself for facilitating that whole process. Oh, goodness. Well, thank you. I'm just part of it. I just, I want to shine the spotlight on the people that are, you know, have boots on the ground that are doing this really hard work every single day. Because it's, I mean, it's so overwhelming when you're in animal rescue, you know, the world is basically against you. Most of the world sees animals Mm. as a warehouse of supplies for humans, right? And that so is one way to it, put it. it. Yeah, I mean, it, but it truly is. Like, and whether it's cats or, or dogs or cows or chickens or, you know, that's the way most of the human race views animals. And so you're going up against, I mean, it feels like you're like alone in the desert kind of when you do animal rescue. And so I want to go show people what these people are doing and how incredible their efforts are and that, you know, they're dedicating their very lives. Like we, as far as we know, only have one life far as we know on the planet as far as I know and to spend that your whole all of your life dedicating it to like to animals I can't I mean it's so noble 
I just yeah. love those people and I want everyone to know them and see them and support them. That's perfect. Well, you know what? We're just going to uh, have a quick break. And when we get back, we'll continue talking about your current project. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We are talking with Odessa, who runs Odessa's Essential Health for Pets. Now, Odessa, you do have a current project you're working on, the documentary. Can you maybe tell us? what that's about. I know you mentioned a little bit about it. So when is that going to be finished? Well, Unsung Heroes is a project I've been working on for, I guess, two and a half years now, coming up on three years. And it's intended to shine a spotlight on extraordinary rescues around the world, you know, and the extraordinary efforts that are being made to save animals. And so we've done one episode in Mexico already and then another one mm-hmm. in China. The first trip to China, but our footage was stolen, sadly. So we're doing... What? It's a long story, but yeah. Okay. Yes. It was a very tragic well, thing that happened on the last day in China. So anyway, that didn't work out, but we're, we did a, a second trip. And so we have extraordinary footage from that trip and we're going back again here in a few weeks to follow up. And so what we want to do is show the animals how they get rescued, how the people are doing the work that they're doing, and then mm-hmm. and then follow the animal to their new home. Oh, wow. So that it's an uplifting. Yeah, because, you know, there's a lot of sad stuff out there on the internet yeah. and on TV. And I kind of want to inspire people. And, and that it's not hopeless. Yeah, happening. exactly. Yes. Yes. Cool. cool. So you've reached Mexico. You've obviously reached China. Where else are you going to go? Yeah. <laughs> Bali? You know, the next place, I know, right? The next place I actually would really love to visit, Soy Dog in Phuket, Thailand. Oh. Have you heard of Soy Dog? It's spelled S-O-I. S-O-I. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Briefly, I don't yeah, really know much about that. They're doing amazing things. It was a, a British couple that started about 20 years ago, I think, if memory serves me correct. And they they just went there to retire, and they noticed that there were, like, thousands and thousands of homeless dogs on the streets, you know, suffering. And so they decided to start a rescue, and it's, I think that they've spayed and neutered well over 100,000 animals on the streets since that, since the, the inception of the rescue. And so now what they do is they rescue the dogs, and then they have flight volunteers fly them back home with them. 
Mm, you know, okay. so if you take a trip to Thailand, you can you can fly dogs home with you just to to get them out of there. But what they're doing is pretty incredible. So I'd like to go see Soy Dog, and then I'd like to do an episode on the Bureau of Land Management, how they round up the wild horses and burrows in the United oh. States, and then what happens to them. Ooh, you got uh, tough bones, yes, Odessa. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Are you going to end up, I guess, educating the rescue organizations with your CBD oil so they can help out on that well, end as yes, well? Well, yes, I'd love to bring it to everybody. You know, I mean, we have a woman here in Santa Rosa. She's actually like a horse whisperer. I just recently met her and I gave her a bunch of the Odessa's Essential Health Pets to, to use on the horses. So I'm looking forward to hearing from her. That was just a week and a half ago I gave it to her. So I'm really looking forward to hearing how it's working for her. Because the CBD oil, you know, I think that it goes hand in hand with natural horsemanship, right? It's it's natural. Mm, yeah. You know, there aren't, there are literally no side effects. There's nothing you know, it doesn't affect any of the organs in a negative way, like a lot of anti-inflammatory drugs do or, you know, anti-anxiety drugs. They tend to have side effects. This doesn't have any negative side effects. It's completely harmless. So I'm very confident in giving it to, you know, people. Do you ship pretty much worldwide, I'm assuming, on your website? Uh, it depends on the laws of the other countries. So, you know what, I'm not entirely sure. Exactly. I've shipped to Canada. We shipped to Canada. I know that much, but it, you know, it depends on okay, the laws well, that we're shipping. Using Canada for for right now, essentialodessa.com. Perfect. And there's lots of information on the website too, like studies that are that have happened and that are ongoing. It pretty much answers all the questions anybody could have. Great. And then the, I'm curious to know the source. Like, where do you outsource the the oil? Is it like U.S. made or somewhere else? It's made in Colorado. Okay. Yes. Yep. Great and to know. You know, it's, obvi- it's food grade. It's obviously food. so. So like humans can take it. In fact, we have a lot of people. Ours has, is a 600 milligram dose, and so that's higher than most of the other ones on the market. Okay. Um, yes, that is. And so a lot of people take it along with their pets. Like I have a feed store here in town that sells out. I mean, every other week because humans are, are taking it as well. So it's really, it's really. It's top quality. Mm, I'll have to uh, reach out to you after. <laughs> so just to yeah, wrap perfect. up, the, yeah, just to wrap up the show. Just last question. So, with your experience in rescuing dogs from abroad, do you have any advice for rescue organizations that receive the dogs from these places? Yes, I think that I think that the Odessa's Essential Health for Pets is a great tool for uh, transitioning the dogs. It's a great anti-anxiety supplement. Mm. And so that's, you know, I mean, I, I use it. And so I would advise them to try a CBD product and then just be open-minded <laughs> and prepared for anything. Because, <laughs> I mean, most of the dogs, let me just say that most of them who make the journey over here are great and fantastic and perfect. And it's, you know, it's like any transition for any rescued animal, really. It mm-hmm. takes a minute, you know, and by minute, I mean usually a month for them to get really settled in <laughs> yes. their new home. That sounds about right. Yep. Yep. But it's, you know, they're fine. There's animals are so resilient and forgiving, especially dogs. I just, I think they're the most wonderful creatures ever invented throughout the history of the planet. Although I've not met dinosaurs or anything, but I can probably say that I still prefer (laughs) dogs over dinosaurs. (laughs) that's that's funny (laughs) well thank you Odessa we are out of time and I really appreciate you coming on today 
and our show producer, Mark Winter, for making this show possible. You can check out Odessa's work at EssentialOdessa.com. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, please email me at Beverly at PetLifeRadio.com. So until next time, spread animal compassion. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.